Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and today I am going to attempt to define the term bro-science. But before we get into that, I just want to give a huge thank you to everybody that's supporting the channel, following, subscribing, commenting. I cannot thank you enough. If you haven't yet and you're enjoying the videos, please subscribe, hit that like button. Our main goal here is for me to provide you with the most information possible and for you guys to help me get the channel to grow more. So any help would be greatly appreciated. Uh, I truly, truly, truly do appreciate that. So let us dive into the term bro-science. Now, this is a term that does get thrown around a lot. I'm going to try to sum it up really quick and then expound onto that. Essentially, in my humble opinion, bro-science is when meatheads attempt to throw their quote-unquote science or their beliefs in what you should be doing as opposed to going with general science or general safety protocols, etc. So, for instance, the bros with their bro science will tell you that uh, you can lose X amount of weight on Anavar, that, uh, you know, this steroid or that steroid is going to make you gain 40 or 50 pounds on your bench and do this and do that. They're also going to tell you to run absorbent amounts of steroids way more than you probably need, longer, etc., cetera, uh, without reason. You know, the reason is, well, you need it to get big. Look, there's some bro science things that even I'll say, all right? Because not everything related to bro science has got to be this meatheadish, negative, yada, yada, yada. But there are anomalies. There are exceptions to rules. There are people that experience different things. And just because the technical science does not back that up, does not necessarily deem something as bro science. Here's an example for you. The inventor of SR9009, this, uh, it's grouped with SARMs. Technically, it's a reverb A agonist. We'll get into that later. The inventor of that has always said that SR9009 suffers from poor bioavailability. Um, and I've seen it posted and written about several times. Now, I can't go in and say scientifically prove to you that it is bioavailable above what they claim it to be. But my question that I pose is, if it is so unbioavailable and does not absorb properly, then why over the past, what are we in, 2021? So SR9009 started to get a little prevalent, what, 2015, 16, around that time. My years could be off a skosh here or there, but it's been several years now. It's been a good five, six years. We've seen log after log, experience after experience, and it sells like hotcakes. So for the life of me, and a lot of these companies have COAs, Certificates of Authenticity, showing that it is actual valid SR9009 in both liquid and capsule form. I've seen them very successful. So how on the planet Earth could these companies continue to sell this over and over and over without people reporting, oh, I didn't get any results from it. In fact, people reporting tremendous and crazy results, myself having done it several times with excellent results, results doing exactly what it said it was gonna do, and beyond that, oftentimes more than you expect with it. So that could be deemed bro science. Another thing that could be deemed bro science is one of the things that I've talked about that many other people have talked about, and that is uh, when you are dosing your um, all-in-one protectants or whatever that you're using along with oral steroids. Now, 
I have argued that taking certain vitamins, herbs, etc. at the same time or too close to your oral steroid can actually hinder the results. And by God, I have coached people for I don't know how long now when it comes to these kind of cycles. I guess I really started coaching in 2011. So I've been coaching people on this and time after time when I've had people come to me and say, you know, I don't get it, Dylan, my, my oral steroid that I'm using, my D-ball, my Anavar, whatever the case may be, it's not working. It's not working properly. I'm not getting the results I should. Do you think it's my source? And I said, well, let me ask you this. And my, one of my first questions beyond me asking about diet and blood panels is what else are you taking at the same time with it? Are you taking any herbs, any supplements, any of your protectants at the same time? And 95% of the time, that's been the culprit. I can't prove it scientifically with a bunch of studies here and there, but I've seen it enough to tell you that it's damn true, at least in my view, because I've seen it over and over and over. So my explanation here is that not everything bro science related is bad. Now you will see a ton of meatheads that don't care about tomorrow. All they care about is getting big on their bodies. They don't care how long they live and we see it and it's so tragic what we see happen to so many bodybuilders that we love and respect, that were heroes to some, but I know internally, and I never want to come on here and throw out names, which I'm not going to do at all, but I see abusive things done and preached and practiced, and because I have too much respect for these people, I don't ever call out their names and say it. But it's bad. It's very bad, and it's bro science teaching people that it's okay to do this and that and this and that, and beyond that, it's dangerous. So, bro science can be viewed upon and looked at in a multitude of ways and facets, okay? It can be looked at very negatively and it can actually be looked at positively and oftentimes neutral. Because not everything is going to be backed by science through study that actually works, but there's a lot of things that science-related facts are very, very important to follow on as well. And a lot of that comes down to side effects and abuse and misuse. But as I've said, I've given you a couple examples, and I can keep going on and on about things that maybe don't necessarily add up on paper, but I've seen it enough over too many years, over too many people. When I'm seeing hundreds and often thousands of people going through this, then it tells me something, that maybe we're missing something on these, or maybe there hasn't been a study done to back this up yet, or for whatever the reason, because hey, you can skew studies however you like. The people in charge of the studies are in control of the control groups. So they're the ones that get to pick and choose who's taking, you know, whatever it is that they're taking or putting them through whatever they're putting them through, right? So by them controlling that, they essentially can control the outcome of the trial. I'm not saying they're all like that, but you have to understand that for every study, chances are somebody can create a counter study and they can skew things to be how they want it to be skewed at times. Not all, but often. So just be aware of that. Always be aware and never, ever, ever just think because you heard something once that that's necessarily true. It's possible, but do your research. Don't just go, oh, well, so-and-so said it and that's it. Even things I say, you can go research them if you, you know, you should. I've said things in the past I wish I wouldn't have said or that I know are wrong now and that I've admitted are wrong. And so you, do your due diligence. Things change over time, too, and new things are found out, and that's why 
the times evolve and new things come out. So just take good care of yourself, all right? And listen, learn, ask questions, and then learn more. Research, go to forums, go to, to different message boards, go read different articles that are written, watch good YouTube videos, but always educate yourself as much as you possibly can. So I'm gonna leave it at that. That being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli, signing off.